0: Welcome to the Mary D. Show. I'm your host, Mary D., here to be your guide as we extract wisdom and life lessons from top CEOs, thought leaders, artists, spiritual luminaries, and wellness experts. My intention is to bring you value in every show that sparks an idea, helps you break a limiting belief or encourages you to create thoughts that uplevel your life so that you can know from the deepest parts of your soul that everything you want is available to you and that abundance is your birthright. In 2018, I healed from breast cancer holistically after surgery without the use of chemotherapy or pharmaceuticals. I love biohacking and plant medicine and exploring spirituality and what it means to be in relationship with spirit so that we can feel whole and complete no matter what life throws at us. My specialty in the business world is strategy and leadership, and my gift to each of you is my ability to listen so that I can help others see themselves. In each episode, I wanna sprinkle you with some hope dust, tickle your funny bone, and inspire you to find your inner roar. Get ready to live your most aligned, purposeful, and joy-filled life now, and enjoy the show. today's episode, I want to talk about betrayal. Oftentimes when people think about betrayal, they think about a past breakup, maybe someone lied or cheated, or maybe there was a bad business deal and someone undercut the other person. If you've ever watched a good drama like Billions or you're familiar with the Bible story of Judas and the final act of betrayal that left Jesus on a cross, then you know what betrayal means. However, in today's lesson around betrayal, it's about the ways we betray ourselves, why we do it and how to stop it. You might have heard someone use the term interchangeably with self-abandonment. That also is the same thing as self-betrayal. So this topic is actually on my mind because I have been having these conversations with my clients and it's brought up the junk that often gets pushed down. It's also brought up healing and how to help clean out the cobwebs of betrayal to reset your life to one where you can live really empowered and most importantly, stop betraying yourself. First though, let's identify betrayal. Betrayal wears many disguises. The first one is steeped in a deep sense of guilt, shame, or feeling obligated to do something you don't want to do. And one way you may identify this kind of betrayal is to notice if you often say yes to something when you actually want to say no or know that you should say no, but yes comes out of your mouth anyways. If this is you, it's likely that you know as soon as you say yes that you don't actually mean yes. But now that you've already said yes, you feel bad for not saying no for fear of not being liked or for seeming like a person who isn't dependable. Or it's just automatic. You don't know how to say no. You only know how to say yes. You feel that deep sense of obligation around yes. Another outfit that betrayal wears is self-sabotage. In other words, you set yourself up for failure or you put yourself in a position where you cannot win. Some examples of self-sabotage look like telling your boss or client or partner that you'll arrive at 3 p.m. to meet them. When you know very well that you have to pick up your kids at 2:30 and you're not going to have enough time to make it across town in time to meet them at the appointed time, thus setting yourself up to be late, uh, to disappoint the other person, to disappoint yourself, for overcommitting and overpromising, basically on what you can't deliver. So you are self-sabotaging. Ignoring the self-care that you know you need is also a way that people betray themselves. This is basically neglecting yourself. And this could be in creating more stress, not getting enough exercise, choosing unhealthy habits or foods repeatedly. People self-harm in many ways. So often we think of self-harm as something violent and fast, like someone throwing themselves off of a bridge. But actually, one of the most common forms of self-harm, this kind of betrayal, is reaching for sodas, alcohol, sugar, processed foods, the things that are literally killing you by causing things like diabetes, cardiac issues, and an overall health crisis in one's life. There are also the more obvious ways to betray yourself, which include lying, like pretending to be something that you aren't or withholding information to manipulate someone. This might include withholding, So if you are someone who is known for never rocking the boat, then it might be time also to do some self-evaluating. No one goes through life without conflict. Conflict can be healthy and it can be resolved or even unresolved in healthy ways. The problem is that if we're never shown what healthy conflict resolution looks like, then there could be trauma around conflict which has sent us down a path of self-betrayal. And at the end of the day, the root cause of betrayal lies in not taking full accountability for one's actions. And most of life's issues can be resolved by taking ownership and accountability for yourself. And betrayal definitely falls in that category. Betrayal is ultimately the act of disregard or even hate. Lack of compassion and forgiveness Are the telltale signs of betrayal, particularly when we're not compassionate or forgiving with ourselves? The opposite of betrayal would look like loving yourself, taking care of your needs, taking care of your emotions, your physiological needs, your physical needs. It would be reminding yourself that it's okay to make mistakes and that it's okay to be human, which means that we are perfectly imperfect. Now, Let's talk about why we start betraying ourselves. And the answer to this is basically from trauma or learned behavior. Maybe you had a parent or an influential figure in your life as a young person growing up. And if they were constantly betraying themselves, then it's possible that you began to form a belief that this is how the world works. And somewhere in there, you begin to create and mimic those same behaviors. Also, if you experienced any kind of abuse when you were punished for speaking up, maybe you were sexually abused and you spoke up about it, and then something that you remember as being negative or a bad result of speaking up for it, even if it was the right thing to do, became a trauma for you because maybe you felt punished because they took you away. And you're like, oh, well, if I speak up about my needs when something is wrong that i lose the people that i love and sometimes that can be one of the words that we tell ourselves or it can be the belief that we create around these traumas that miswire what's happening to us and that kind of trauma is the catalyst for setting the stage for you to begin to betray yourself because somehow you understood your needs to be less than And from a psychological standpoint, we can go to Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And if you look at the pyramid from the bottom up, it looks like, you know, down here are the basics of food and water. Then we have safety, love, community, self-esteem. At the very top is self-actualization. So self-actualization is that amazing state of feeling fully expressed, seen and heard. It's healthy. And many people, are living in a deficit of one or many of these needs. And the one that betrayal eats at the most is often self-esteem. So we have these beautiful souls walking around the planet just short of self-actualization because they are stuck at self-esteem that's been beaten down by betrayal. You could take any of these needs and see where traumas erode the triangle. And if the triangle was a real thing, then it would be crumbling. And that's essentially what traumas do when they're not addressed. So lastly, let's talk about that. How do we heal? How do we stop betraying ourselves? First, we have to identify and acknowledge that we are betraying ourselves. And once we can see where we are betraying ourselves, we create an action plan for how we are going to respond differently the next time we have the opportunity to betray ourselves. For example, if you are someone who struggles with saying no, then the next time you're triggered or activated by the request of whoever is saying the request, you just immediately identify that you are in what I call the red zone. And I call it a red zone because this should be your nervous system jumping up and down, signaling you that betrayal is about to happen. We know how we're wired and this betrayal is right around the corner. So let's put this in an example. Let's say your friend asks you to watch their dog, but you don't really want to. And since they ask you all the time, this might be a real life scenario for you. You know, it's going to pop up again. So you can work on anticipating your response the next time you are asked and you want to say yes, but you mean to say no. And how you put this into practice can look something like pairing the activation. So that red zone that I'm talking about, as soon as you feel it, touch your nose. Pair it with something. Touching your nose will be your signal that, hey, nervous system, we're going to pause. And this pause is going to help you calm down your nervous system. And once you do that, you can create an action statement. And an action statement might sound something like this friend, I won't be able to watch your dog this time. And that's it. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to provide excuses or reasons. You just say it nicely. And as you practice this, you're going to get better and better at it. And you will be retraining your brain to break this cycle. Now, I gave you the tool of touching your nose. But like I said, it can be anything. Maybe it's tugging your earlobe or snapping your fingers. I like the act of creating a physical sensation that helps you with the rewiring because it's so much easier to retain your responses when you do pair it in this way. You might also be mulling over the fact that your friend could say to you, why can't you watch my dog? And if that's the follow-up question, then this is where you really have an opportunity to practice being radically honest and honoring yourself. The answer might go something like this, I have been saying yes to many things that actually deplete my energy and I'm practicing saying no so that I'm focusing on my own wellness. And that's it. It's just because, and that's good enough. It really is. You're worth it. You are good enough. And you can say no and you don't need to justify it. Also, it might sound like this. I just can't this time. And so, you know, it's nothing personal, right? So you're letting the person know, hey, this isn't anything personal. I'm not upset with you. I'm not mad at you. I just can't this time. So I hope those are helpful for you. The examples that I gave you can also be a great tool in helping you facilitate healing. But the real gas that you need to fuel the shift out of betrayal and to truly get into the deep healing is to go deeper than just how do you respond to these triggering events, right? So the response is like step one, identification, right? You're identifying it. You know what you need to respond differently. You consciously make the choice to respond differently. But how do we keep up with that? Like, how do we make sure that we don't fall back into old patterns? This is done ultimately through the act of self-love. And the self-love might look like journaling some gratitudes to yourself daily about how you behaved or acknowledging something you love about yourself on a very regular, consistent basis. It might look like writing down 50 things you love about yourself and reading them daily or putting them on post-it notes all over your house or on a phone where you can see them often. It might look like a daily meditation where you visualize yourself being fully expressed in whatever ways you've been suppressing who you really are. It might mean finding creative outlets to share who you really are unapologetically. And it might mean working with a coach or a professional to clear out any ancestral things that have been passed down to you energetically or genetically. It might mean doing some work with your inner child. If you've never heard of inner child work, it is one of the most life-changing experiences. I've seen work for so many people in helping them heal from their past. And most of all, it's all going to go back to taking full ownership of yourself. And you may not be able to change what happened to you in your past that has led you to this pattern of betrayal that's showing up, but you can choose to respond differently as you go forward. And it's how you finish. It's not how you start. I hope today's episode has brought you some insight and some hope. Maybe this episode is for you or you want to forward it on to someone you love who doesn't even recognize that they might be in the betrayal cycle. And if you liked this episode, please rate it, give it a review so we can help raise the consciousness of the planet. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a new episode. And until then, may abundance always walk beside you. May joy always go before you and may love always guide you on your path. Thank you for joining us on today's show. I hope that today's session inspires you to live an aligned life where you get to take complete ownership of your feelings and decisions to live in your truth. You can connect with me more at www.MaryD.com. You can also catch us on YouTube at The Mary D Show. Head on over to Instagram and Facebook and type in at the Mary D. And just look for the little blue check to ensure you're on my official page.